President and Director of Investment Sales at McKenzie Commercial Real Estate Services. Owen is a 30 plus year industry vet developing properties um, and a span of services that includes the whole cycle of, of pre-development planning, consulting, all the way up through investment sales and everything in between. Owen, you can probably give a much better bio of yourself. I didn't want to date you with the three decades reference, but a seasoned guy and definitely an asset we're super proud to have at McKenzie. Uh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, I've got a couple of laps under my belt. Um, we, we won't go into the exact numbers, but, you know, covered a, a number of different cycles in real estate. Uh, I've been fortunate to have um, a number of seats at the table, both on the development side, on the investment side, asset management, run a brokerage. So I think I've got a pretty, pretty good uh, history of campaigns uh, under my belt. And um, certainly uh, these, these are uh, strange times where maybe that would be a benefit. Where we need it the most. So, I mean, in light of uh, the IT, uh, COVID-19 and its effect on commercial real estate, what, what does this all mean? First of all, we need to remind each other, clients, investor friends, that the business is incredibly resilient. Um, if we kind of think back to some of the systemic shocks that we've had in the industry, I can go back to the, the dot-com meltdown, and there was a, a pretty um, top-of-the-fold real estate story in Webvan, which was a, uh, a private equity-funded grocery delivery business that ended up flushing $800 bucks in 36 months pulled the plug would they love to be around right now yeah they would be i mean they were they were they were an early adopter of failure and uh uh, uh certainly a precursor of what we see today but you know, they, you know it was it was oh my goodness how are we ever going to survive this we we saw the the housing bubble in in 05 and 06 it's a precursor to the subprime mortgage crisis which then triggered the sort of the 08 financial crisis with Lehman filing and AIG bailout and this this international banking crisis that, that followed. And how are we going to ever recover from this? And here we are, uh, you know, 12 years later, and we're recovered and we've had a great run of things. So I think there is a resiliency in the real estate industry that we need not forget. Do you think anybody would be doing better as a result? I think the industrial logistics sector uh, the movement of goods throughout the country uh, is, is completely retooling itself uh, to deal with a e-commerce issues and the same store fulfillment issues, which may or may not come out of the same building, depending on what model you subscribe to. I am hearing that we need as a country to uh, manufacture more uh, on, on onshoring, and therefore that's going to affect the distribution of that product if it gets made. Hey, if you're enjoying this commercial real estate and business insider's insight, please hit the like button and click subscribe. Now, without further ado, back to our show. I think healthcare is is a bit of a free-for-all. Nobody has the, the right recipe, but a lot of people are trying out what they have. So I think that's a good opportunity. 
their industry uh, is already redefining itself. They're starting to occupy buildings where their customers are and they're going to the customer base. They're repurposing uh, different kinds of buildings to a medical use. Uh, and that medical use from 10 years ago may not be the same one today. So they're, they're uh, changing, rearranging how they do business almost on a, on a weekly, monthly basis. And I think that's going to continue. What are you telling to people who are at the goal line or very close in something right, right. now? Um, and this is going to sound intuitively obvious, but professional buyers behave professionally. They know where the pinch points are. They know what homework needs to get done. They understand the, the reason and um, timeline of due diligence, of proper due diligence. Uh, and I think they're in the business to invest in real estate, not to pull back from investing in real estate. I, I, would, I would caution that you know, investing in real estate today, and I mean in the last 20 years, is not like it was in the prior 20. There, there are no 10-page leases with sort of a handshake at the end. Uh, tenant improvement uh, numbers for construction are, are climbing as we speak. The, the last number that you saw is not the next number you're going to see. Uh, we're, we're seeing that uh, the complexity of financing uh, and the need for intermediaries is, is growing, not diminishing. So I, I suggest that the you know, professional investors are going to stay the course. Uh, I, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to the converted here, but the, the idea of, of strategic leasing, of, of top shelf management, combined with robust reporting, supported by a finance infrastructure that makes sense for the real estate, these are elements you can't do without any longer. They needed to be need to be knitted together in an integrated approach. And if you don't have them, it's going to show in your returns. That's great advice, Owen. Um, I don't think anybody could truly prepare for something that happened so suddenly, like the COVID nineteen crisis. I mean, how would you counsel uh, clients to just better position themselves for? any kind of cyclical downturn? Would, I would suggest clients um, first know their real estate. And again, an intuitively obvious comment, what does that mean? What are your receivables look like? And, and how are they aging by SIC code? Um, what is your lease rollover look like? And have you assigned a probability so that you can look out two or three years. This is let's 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 turn data into information that's actionable. So let's start peeling back the layers of that data from the real estate that we own and get to know our real estate through a data portal, right? And then start examining that data and saying, okay, two years time, I got pretty good rollover. How does that pair with my financing obligations at the time? And do I, have I created a pinch point? Have I avoided a pinch point? So let's get to know your real estate better in, the, in terms of the metrics that it already provides. Inherently, there's opportunity in, in times of trouble. What are you looking for? 
I mean, I think on the, I would say it's a pause with a small P, not a capital P. I think it's a pause because people are, are looking around, scrambling to say, I need information. I don't know what information I need, but I know I need something. So they're, they're kind of flopping around, I, 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 looking around, trying to grab a hold of something that might give them purchase on, on their next move. But I think by the time they figure that out, this will have started to tail off. They'll, they'll, you know, you'll have come around the, come out of the curve and say, okay, I I got control of the vehicle again. Let's, let's, let's start to line it up a little bit more straight and go about our business. Uh, There'll be some repairs that need to be made in order to do that. Um, there may be some rent rolls with holes in them that need to be filled that will take time and take the services of professional intermediaries. I stressed before, there may be some chats with your banker about, uh, what, what happened over the prior three or four months. Uh, there'll certainly be some chats, uh, about what are we going to do, uh, over the long haul? Is this going to, is this systemic change or is it just a pause? What's safe to do? Like, what are some triggers that you're looking for that it's safe to come back on the playing field? Well, interest rates remain um, low, and I I I think the Federal Reserve has uh, been pretty clear that they're going to telegraph everything they're going to do. So this idea of 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 an ambush on an increase in interest rates is is a is a um, what we call it sort of a a, a fake um, inflector inflector right we, we just don't I don't really see that happening so to the extent that you are a borrower or want to be a borrower this is a good time to be a borrower and to the extent that you can uh, your business model uses leverage uh, this is a good time to, to be a borrower and to put things away for a few years and to try and wring out a little bit of that finance risk, right? We're trying to minimize risk elements going forward. And that's one of those that you actually can do today. What does it require? Well, you can, there's a do it yourself approach on financing, but it probably works better with an intermediary that you got to pay, but you end up with a better result. So I think on the finance side, uh, investors ought to be just just look at your your existing loans. What what are you doing with them, if anything? And what is do you have a plan? If you don't have a plan, get a plan. Do you do you have a do you have any flaws in your current strategy? Like wh- what are you doing? I I I speak with investors all the time, and I say, what are you investing in? Oh, anything, everything. To me, that's nothing. The no, the no plan plan, um, I don't think works in the, in the long haul. If you tell me I'm an investor that's acquiring assets at significantly below replacement costs within two hours of my base of operations um, that do not have environmental issues, that's that, a pretty that, tight box. That's a it allows you some broad, some broad, you know, leeway as to what you'll get, but it's, it also tells, um, it tells the market what you will do, not so much what you won't do. 
So, Owen, if you're one of these buyers with a plan and a, and a sort of set box that they're looking inside of, what are you doing right now? Uh, this could be an opportunity to double down. Uh, if you've got capacity to process more transactions, to add more square footage to your portfolio, to properly asset management, uh, asset manage uh, th that exercise, uh, this could be a great opportunity. Low interest rates, little bit of confusion in the marketplace, a solid tested plan run by professionals who are not afraid to use intermediaries when they need to, that can be a recipe for success. Any other parting bits of advice? I mean, just broad strokes. This too will pass. I mean, we've seen we've seen the rain before, uh, and we've come through it. So let's focus on resilience, turning data into information, making smart decisions, utilizing the right uh, people around you, your kitchen cabinet of intermediaries. Um, uh, stay the plan. Uh, you'll be successful. Oh, and thank you for joining me and for that awesome informational download. Appreciate you. We'll figure out how to get you in touch with Owen if you need any assistance in the whole life cycle of any product type of commercial real estate. I couldn't think of a better person to guide you in the process. Be well, stay encouraged, my friend. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching. If you like commercial real estate and business insider insight like this, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell notification and talk real estate with me anytime at hello at businesspropertypro.com.